Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. God bless you. Thank you for joining me uh, once again this week as we look at uh, the Word of God. And uh, we're going to continue our topic that we had started uh, several weeks ago, understanding the kingdom of God. Understanding the kingdom of God. We talked about the parables of the kingdom of God and how Jesus was able to teach the concept of the kingdom of God or the power of or the revelation of the kingdom of, of God through parables. And uh, we, we looked at uh, our parables uh, uh, as Jesus was teaching in parables, reveal mysteries about the kingdom of God, reveal mysteries about the kingdom of God. So we're going to continue now looking at uh, the book of Matthew. And in Matthew, we're going to look at uh, Matthew 13, verse 1 to 9, because that's where Jesus begins a teaching and uh, if this parable we're gonna read in Matthew 13 is important to us because it sets the tone for all the parables which immediately follows after this and uh, each and every parable reveal the mystery of the kingdom of God Re reveal the mystery of uh, the kingdom of God so when we begin to study the parables of uh, the kingdom of Jesus Christ we begin to see the, 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 you know, the kingdom of God revealed to us in power uh, 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 through Jesus' teaching. And this one parable we're going to look at is one of a few parable uh, that Jesus gave an explanation to his disciples because many parables Jesus did not explain and we talked about uh, in our last program how you have to be a disciple to understand the secrets uh, uh, of that parable so let's go to Matthew 13 verse 1 to 9 it, it begins here uh, we begin in uh, 1 that same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake such large large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore then he told them many things in parables he told them many many things in parables uh, uh, saying a farmer went out to sow his seed as as he was scuttling the seed, some fall along the path, and the birds came and ate them up. And some fall on uh, rocky places where it did not have much uh, soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed for among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Verse 8, still other seed for on good soil, where it produced a crop, a crop and 160 or 30 times what was sown. And then he goes on to say, whoever as hears, let them hear. Whoever has here, let him hear. Let's uh, uh, start from there. Because uh, uh, the parable of the sower, main focus is on the response 
of the people and uh, the productivity of the soil times. Now, whenever we talk about the soil in this particular uh, uh, verse here, the soil is really referring to the heart, to the human heart, to the heart of people. So, the physical condition of the soil, such as the impenetrable path, the hard rock, the thorns that choke the crop, may ruin the harvest. The, 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 the productivity of uh, the Word of God spoken into our lives, the Word of God sown into our lives to bring good fruits, to bring uh, the fruits that we desire, is totally dependent on the conduciveness of our heart. That's why if, um, if your heart is bombarded by things that comes to corrupt the heart, then uh, the words that you hear from the Word of God, the heard, the words that uh, we we hear from uh, men of God it cannot bring forth uh, good fruits why because there are things in our heart that needs to be dealt with some weeds that needs to be pulled out so that we could uh, leave you know for the purposes of the kingdom of God and uh, grow through the Word of God now the next parable that Jesus goes to is the parable in Matthew 13 verse 24 to 30 and in that parable it is the parable of the wheat and uh, of the weeds so we're gonna look here uh, I just want us to read here let's just read this uh, uh, so that we don't rush through so Jesus told them another parable right after telling them about the parable of the sower who went to sow seed and yet Jesus was the sower who went to sow seed but the seed which is the word fell on different grounds and it could not produce anything and then again he's going to tell them another parable he says um, uh, he told them another parable the kingdom of heaven is like a man now look at this the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in is a field but while everyone was sleeping his enemy came and sowed the weeds among the wheat and went away when the wheat spread out and formed heads then the weeds were also appeared uh, also appeared the owner servant came to him and said sir didn't you sow good seed in your field where then did the weeds come from uh, 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 28 an enemy did this he replied the servant asked him do you want us to go and pull them out he said no he answered because while you are pulling the weeds you may uproot wheat with them so let both grow together until the harvest at the time I will tell the harvesters first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be bent then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn now you we have to understand here as Jesus is sharing here this parable He's talking to people that are, uh, you know, have believed his word. He's talking to, let me put it in context here, meaning, uh, you know, as believers in Christ, as believers in, in, in Christ, we are to live side by side with non-believers. And, uh, and, and as we live side by side with non-believers, it's not our job to uproot the non-believers and take them away uh, uh, somewhere else. The, Jesus was saying uh, uh, the kingdom of God can be compared to 
the good seed being sown and while the enemy also coming up and corrupting that seed or corrupting the field with uh, with other things that's why in churches you see there are things that the devil tries to bring in he tries to uh, to sabotage uh, 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 what God is trying to do with our lives he tries to infiltrate the the, the system and uh, corrupt it so that uh, what you see is only weeds but God says uh, we are to, 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 to let the weeds also grow and the wheat to grow. But the first thing that God is going to separate when time is right, when he, the second coming of Jesus Christ, will be to take the bad weeds, the weeds out of uh, 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 his, his people so that he can separate them. So in the parable of wheat and of weeds, Jesus compared the kingdom of heaven to a man who sowed good seed in his field, but at the same time, the enemy came and sowed bad seed. But while people were sleeping, as he said, his enemy came, sowed weeds among them. So uh, the weed, as I share, uh, uh, the weeds mentioned here is... Um, is uh, suggested to be Dano. Dano is a D-A-R-N-E-L by both uh, Jewish scholars and Christian theologians. Now, you got to understand the characteristics of this weed plant, uh, uh, Dano or Danel, the way you want to pronounce it. This weed uh, um, is closely related to wheat, so it looks the same. It looks the same. It doesn't look any different. It looks like wheat. And uh, actually, over time it intertwines itself to wheat so you wouldn't see the difference you don't see if it is different from wheat so that's why Jesus was saying don't uproot it because you may uproot also the good wheat you have to leave it like that until the time when the plant is grown then we're going to separate it now he's in the kingdom of God like that isn't our lives in the Christian world like that? You find that we have uh, those who, who, who look like uh, 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 Christians, who look like uh, they believe in the Word, who look like uh, they teach the Word of God, who look like uh, they are for God, they are prophesying uh, um, out on behalf of God. They don't look any different and it's very difficult to tell the difference. Let me give you a testimony here. Uh, one time we were approached by one ministry, I'm not going to name the name here, uh, they approached us to come on uh, KITV, uh, uh, one of the, you know, the, the network that uh, I am the director, and uh, they approached us and offered us a lot of money uh, uh, to just uh, air their programs on our network. And... Um, as, a, as a, they, we said, okay, send us some materials that you are using, your teaching and your preaching. We want to review them as pay our, you know, uh, um, um, guidelines here. So what we did is when they sent me, though, when they sent us those, uh, one of my team members sent me one of their videos. And I began to watch that video uh, on, uh, on YouTube. I, I watched that video. I watched their teaching. Now, for the first 10 minutes, you don't see the difference. You would uh, just think they are teaching the Word of God and the, 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 the production is done with excellency. It is done really, really good. And uh, as, as my wife and I continued to watch that program, 
to watch their teaching, we discovered something. 15 minutes into their teaching, they began to teach in there, if you want freedom, then you have to stop, you know, reading the Bible. So we're like, what are they teaching? What is this? So we went into, into the details of their teachings, and we found a lot of stuff that they were teaching where, you know, a, a false gospel, and actually they were teaching people to stay away from God or to abandon God altogether. So we replied to them, we said, uh, thank you, uh, uh, we, we don't have any space uh, um, uh, for any uh, broadcasters at the moment. But in our hearts, we knew what they were teaching. Uh, if you are not careful, you could uh, not tell the difference. So sometimes it is very difficult to tell the difference. That's why the Bible encourages us to have discernment. Now, discernment is not suspicion. Discernment and being suspicious, they're not the same. To discern or to be able to discern something that is spiritual, you got to be in Christ, to know the spirit of Christ, to know the, the, you know, the, the, the life of Christ, to, to have been ingrained into the word of God. So Jesus here, he was telling them, you, you can't separate weed, this kind of weeds, and wheat at the same time, because you're going to destroy even the good plants. Let them grow. But at the end, then we're going to separate them. So the church sometimes is like that. And uh, sometimes you don't know who is who. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying we began, we begin, we begin to be suspicious and suspicious of that ministry, uh, suspicious of that ministry because they are teaching this. But we got to have discernment to discern the spirit of God, to discern the word of God, to discern what the Bible teaches. It's good to be acquainted to the word of God. It is good for us to be ingrained in the word of God so that we know what the word of God is teaching what the Bible is speaking about because if we know the Word of God um, so much so that uh, 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 it is ingrained in our hearts there is no way the enemy can fool us with his, uh, with his uh, false teaching you see uh, when they train people to detect counterfeit occurrences they don't teach them the fake they teach them the real thing because when you master what is real and you master what is, uh, what is uh, really authentic, it is going to be easy for you to know what is not authentic. So it is very, very important for us to understand that we need to know the Word of God. Know the Word of God for yourself and begin to understand because when you have the Word of God in you, it will lead you to discern certain teachings that are going to do what? To pull you away away from, from God. So the root system of Dano or this weed uh, and the root system of wheat became twisted together or intertwined together as the growth matures, which made it difficult to uproot the weeds without damaging the wheat. So the central theme of the parable of wheat, as Jesus was teaching, is that God's people for now will have to live side by side with weeds, meaning Satan's influenced teaching, Satan's influenced people. Uh, 
Satan influenced whatever you can put it. We will have to learn to live side by side, but the secret is knowing the truth, knowing the word of God, so that we are not fooled by these people or put into their their way of doing things. So, but 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 the time will come uh, during harvest where Jesus is gonna do what is gonna separate wheat from uh, from from the weeds. Now, the second parable that, that comes after this, uh, uh, that Jesus was teaching on, is now, he goes into the parable of the mustard seed and yeast. And this is very interesting. Uh, it's an interesting uh, 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 parable I want us to look at. So let's go to Matthew chapter 13, verse 31 to 33 to just read uh, briefly here. It says, uh, he told them another parable, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. You need to understand right there uh, how small a mustard seed is. Because when you look at the mustard seed, it is so tiny and it's unbelievable uh, 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 to see how a mustard seed, as small as a seed like that, turns into a bigger tree and turns into, you know, with force and power, turns into a bigger tree. So the kingdom of God is like a, a small mustard seed that starts very small, meaning any word that uh, you know you receive from God can be can be seen as a very small but it has the capability and the power to grow in our lives that's why every word i say this all the time Word, the one word from the mouth of God can change your destiny. One word from God can shape your future forever. So here we see the, 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 the mustard seed, the kingdom of God compared to a small mustard seed. It says, uh, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is uh, the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grow, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree. So that the birds come and um, and nest on it. They make nests uh, 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 on it. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into uh, into about sixty pounds of flour until it worked all through the door. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So so was uh, fulfilled. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophets. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of uh, the world. The disciples here are having trouble understanding the nature of the kingdom of God that Jesus is proclaiming right now. They have uh, their own views of a messianic overthrow of the Roman oppressor and uh, restoration of David's throne. And uh, Jesus compares to this kingdom that is to come to a mustard seed. And these uh, agricultural people, they understand how small a mustard seed is. It is the tiniest seed in the whole world, but it grows into a respectable, sizable, uh, it grows into a tree. The remarkable contrast between the small beginnings of the mustard seed and its final or large mustard plant had, had, had ended a proverbial status in uh, Judaism. 
Now, the nation of Israel of Jesus' day was not prepared for an insignificant beginning to the kingdom of God. They were not prepared to see this kingdom of God begin so tiny. Let me tell you this. Everything powerful, everything great, everything tangible, everything supernatural and great starts smaller. And it is God's principle. It is just the principle of the kingdom of God. It starts small and it starts smaller. Look at uh, even just in our own uh, our communities. If you look at uh, many people who are successful, they started either in their garage to do what they were doing until it came to the bigger stage. So here, the, the Jewish people of that day, they were not ready to hear of a kingdom that would start so tiny, so small. They wanted like uh, something with a military kind of a, a, a start, a, a bomb kind of a start to overthrow the, the, the oppressor, the Roman Empire. But Jesus is telling them the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God has arrived. But it has arrived like a small mustard seed. Why like a small mustard seed? So the, the, the you know, the, 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 if you look at Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10, uh, uh, in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 it says that do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. You see, the, the, the beginning of the greatness of uh, the kingdom of God to operate in our lives, it has to begin small. Meaning, you and I should not feel inferior, should not feel insignificant, should not feel like we are not making progress for God to do what he needs to do in our lives. When we, we, we step out and, and we are not up to the level of other people, you got to begin somewhere because uh, God delights in those who takes a step, a baby step, because it is him who brings us to a certain level of maturity, to a certain level of transformation, to a certain level of uh, even uh, entrusting us to do the work of God. So here we see the, Jesus compelling the, the, the kingdom of God to that of a mustard seed. It begins small. It as small as, as the tiniest uh, uh, seed in the whole world. The kingdom of God uh, 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 and the kingdom of heaven has arrived. So Jesus used the parable of the mustard seed and yeast to show that the kingdom of heaven has humbly begun small beginnings but will grow and produce great result. So as he talked about the, the tiny mustard seed, he combined it with yeast. Now yeast here, there are certain places in the Bible where yeast was uh, used in the negative way. You know, you, you remember, do not, you know, the, lev the small leaven uh, can enlighten the whole thing, you, you see? So, but here Jesus uses uh, uh, yeast in a very positive way. So, he says, uh, remember yeast when it is put to, a, to dough, it's a small amount of yeast put into the dough and the dough grows big. You can make bread out of it. So, so the kingdom of God 
It is like that. The kingdom of God starts humbly. The kingdom of God starts very small. The parable of the growing seed shows how God causes his kingdom to grow, while the parable of the mustard seed describes the extent to which it grows. It grows and it expands. Now, we got to look at the power of yeast. I, 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 I just alluded to it a little bit here. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13, verse 33 here. He says that he told them another parable the kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into 50 pounds of flour until it sprayed through all of it now what is yeast what is yeast we got to look at this here yeast is an element or influence or agent that works to, to lighten or enleaven or modify a hole or the door. The significant thing about yeast, it is its power or influence or effect which may symbolize either good or bad. Because uh, in some other scriptures, we are... Uh, we, we, east is used in a negative way but here Jesus is using the power of East the influence the effectiveness uh, of East to enlighten the door uh, it begins as a small East that is added to the door and then it expands so here is the impact of God's kingdom so as Jesus is showing you know the the mustard seed and and uh, talking about East here is really talking about and, and compelling that to how the kingdom of heaven is like he's really talking about the impact of God's kingdom the impact of the kingdom of God listen people of God the impact of the kingdom of God cannot be measured by all these bigger stuff that is out there it begins as small as tiny as a mustard seed so Jesus in Matthew 13 verse 33 uses the concept of leaven's effect influence and power upon door in its good sense or positive way to provide his disciple with a powerful illustration of the influence and impact of the kingdom of heaven here on earth just like east penetrates through door the kingdom of heaven has humbly begun here on earth but it will grow and penetrate through the hearts of people around the world who can stop it you know, just like the door is never to be stopped when, it, when you're put into east, or just like a mustard seed cannot be stopped to grow into a bigger tree, into a big tree, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God has begun here on earth, and there is no stopping it. It is growing, it is advancing, and especially in a season like this where, where we, we, you know, where churches are shut because of the virus we got to understand that the virus cannot shut the kingdom of God the kingdom of God is in the hearts of people and this is the key right there it is in the hearts of people penetrating through the hearts of man penetrating through the soul and the spirit of man now let me take you to the parable of the growing seed because the parable of the growing seed shows us that the kingdom of heaven is still advancing on earth 
Mark chapter 4 verse 26 to 29 it says this the kingdom of God is like this he said a man scatters seed on the ground he sleeps and rises night and day and the seed sprouts and grows and he doesn't even know it you see the man plants the seed and he wakes up and he, I mean he doesn't even know how the seed in the ground is growing because the seed is growing listen people of God every word proclaimed in your life every word proclaimed proclaimed over your situation every word spoken over the nations every word spoken over the church or the body of Christ shall one day grow and is growing and advancing and making a change that's why words spoken have the power and the ability to change destination now people of God for us to grow in the things of God for us to grow in our lives and and to have God change our our, mm. our, our lives and and God really uh, uh, give us you know and for us to experience true transformation we got to continue in the Word of God there is no transformation without mm. the Word of God there is no transformation without the power of the Word of God listen money can transform your heart uh, trust me money can transform your character and your attitude to others it does but only the Word of God that's why we need to return back to the Word of God we need to tend to the Word of God in any situation and in any season because by the Word of God the Word of God is what is like the 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 the, 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 the life uh, uh, or the oxygen of our very lives now here a growing kingdom so the parable of the growing seed reveals to us that the kingdom of God is growing and advances just like a mustard seed is the kingdom of God and its power increasing in your life that is the question right there is the kingdom of God and its power and its influence that Jesus proclaimed that Jesus preached about advancing in our lives listen Jesus did not preach any other message apart from the message of the power and the influence of the kingdom of God God's desire is for us to live in the power of the kingdom of God in the power of the revelation of this kingdom are you also being influenced by God's kingdom you see we are influenced by God's kingdom through what through the Word of God through the Word of God now we got to understand here that God's desire is to impact our lives God's desire is for us to live an impactful life I, I'm gonna end right here today uh, and continue uh, in our next program in our next program we're gonna look at the value of the kingdom of God and how we need to leave everything behind us and pursue the kingdom of God God bless you may the Lord bless you and may the Lord uh, you know uh, watch over you uh, please write to us life at kazumbachows.com we want to hear from you God bless you Shalom. Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If you've been impacted or blessed by this program, please email your testimony or prayer request to life at kazumbacharles.com.